The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday right here at 3 o'clock Eastern. We're going to tell you how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up today, I'm talking about companies working hard to provide women a helping hand. And I don't know if you've been seeing a lot on this. I know I have. Companies trying to connect with women in very meaningful, very personal ways. And I'm talking big companies, too, like Frito-Lay. Just recently, they came out with Only in a Woman's World. It's their first effort to really reach women in a widespread way. It's a multimedia campaign. It combines videos, comic strips, interactive content, and, of course, as you would suspect from Frito-Lay or any big company, it's really driving products into women, specifically products designed with them in mind. Now, Becky Frankowitz is Vice President Portfolio Marketing of Frito-Lay North America, and she was quoted recently as saying that only in a woman's world tackles women's universal conflicts with humor. And I have to tell you, that is true. Um, She really wants women to know that when it comes to snacking, they don't have to compromise. Now, the campaign does center on four friends that women are allowed to kind of follow around on on an array of adventures. So, you know, if you go online, you can check out uh, games, e-cards, watching the webisodes. It's all at awomansworld.com. And, uh, by the way, it's an interesting to note that Frito-Lay partnered with Glam Media to create a dialogue with real women about their everyday challenges. And uh, those of you who listen regularly know that we've had Glam on the show before. Um, great company, uh, great asset to women. Now, Kraft and S.C. Johnson is also on the mom bandwagon, and they have sponsored a web series called Mom Life. Now, it launched in January. I went online to Mom Life. It's actually Jen and Barb MomLife.com, um, and it chronicles the day-to-day adventures of Jennifer Pate and her friend Barb McKinn, and they aim to really reach a larger community of moms. Uh, they post a blog. They have Guest of the Week. They have online episodes, um, really quite cute little webisodes if you um, want to check it out. Um, it's really, they're, you know, maybe four or five minutes long and, of course, includes a commercial for Kraft or S.C. Johnson. 
and along with the coupon that if you're online, you can download and, of course, go and purchase. Now, if this all sounds a little bit familiar to you, that's because it's a lot like Suave. Um, those of you who've listened before know that I was a huge fan of In the Motherhood, which was their web-based programming that's become so popular that it is now a network show. But the point of all of it, of course, is that companies are going the extra mile to engage women in very personal ways, lending them a hand to help solve their problems, and, of course, presenting very well-packaged solutions. So check it out. That last one was Jen and Barb, momlife.com. Well, we're talking about shopping, and we're talking about women. So our purse profile today is the Kate Spade Shopper. She's a 35-year-old woman of three, married with a household income of about $60,000. And, of course, she's fashion-aware, likes to be unique, incredibly optimistic, wants to really experience life and looks for um, kind of adventure and likes to do things spontaneously. She loves change and novelty, and, of course, she loves her kids. Who doesn't? But she really likes to indulge them with those little extras that she didn't have. She's shopping at Macy's, Nordstrom, Old Navy, Pier 1, Pottery Barn, Crate and Barrel. She's driving a Volkswagen, Toyota, Chevy, or Saturn. And when it comes to cosmetics, she's a Mary Kay user, Clinique L'Oreal, Bath and Body Works, and, of course, she loves her Kate Spade, her Ann Taylor, and her Calvin Klein. Now, if you're a marketer, uh, some media choices this woman makes is she's reading magazines like Parenting, Cosmo, People, Good Housekeeping, In Style, and Glamour. Um, she's watching shows like, she loves her soaps, by the way, Young and the Restless, Entertainment Tonight, Grey's Anatomy, Desperate Housewives, and Access Hollywood. And she's online doing a little bit of everything. She's online with her kids at Disney.com. She's chatting it up with the girls on iVillage. And she's trying, you know, she's obviously a big reader. She likes cards. Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Blockbuster.com. Well, my guest for the program today knows about presenting women with solutions, Randy Rubin along with her husband, Craig, founded Krypton, a company developed around revolutionary textile technologies. Now, the story begins back in the Rubens basement in 1993. Um, Coming up, hear how Randy pioneered her way into women's hearts and minds by providing solutions when Press Strings returns in just a minute. Go behind the scenes of Purse Strings with his Facebook group. Search for Purse Strings Podcast on Facebook now. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with Referback.com. They've shown me how to... Referback.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. Referback gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit Referback.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Are your domains locked to the max? 
If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at moniker.com slash maxlog. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to First Strings. Randy Rubin joins me today, and I'm so thrilled to have her on the program. Randy is the founder of Krypton, a company developed around a revolutionary textile technology, or I should say technologies. Randy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited well, I'm so about e- this interview. Oh, well, I'm so excited to have you on, and we have so much to talk about. I hope we can cram it all in the next 25 minutes. We'll do it. Um, we'll do it. Yeah, I, we'll do it. You're, you're very efficient. I know you are. Well, you know, for those people out there who don't know a lot about Krypton, I just want to provide a little bit of background, but then I want to be, have you um, take some time to share some more details. I thought it was so interesting that you and your husband, Craig, actually created the company um, from the ground up, literally, in your basement back in 1993, and it's such a huge success now. Can you tell the folks out there listening today about Krypton and how it really all began? Well, it all really began um, with my husband uh, working in the textile industry, and he would uh, make these beautiful fabrics for healthcare and restaurants and so on. And what people would do in order to have a decorative fabric is they would put vinyl over these um, beautiful prints, and then they would come back to him and start yelling, you know, why is this falling apart? And the fabric wasn't falling apart. The the vinyl or the plastic covering the um, the textile was falling apart. And um, Craig is from a family of inventors. His his grandfather actually invented the first folding chair and the uh, chair that goes up and down. So he's from a family of tinkerers. And um, he kept thinking maybe there was a way that he could come up with a fabric that would do the same thing that vinyl did. And one day he was walking through a Walgreens drugstore and saw this huge stack of disposable diapers. And he said, you know, if there's a disposable diaper that could block out moisture and yet be breathable, maybe this is the seed of an idea. So that was really um, the spark that created the sort of the idea. And then the question evolved, is there a way to make fabric that's waterproof and stain-proof and that does all the things that this that the vinyl could do. And I always say that the key to any any the key to anything is to is to formulate the question. And mm-hmm. then based on that, um I had a marketing background and a legal background. I got myself into the patent office. This was 15 years ago when patents really weren't online. And I started researching waterproof fabrics, stain-proof fabrics, and, you know, antibacterial fabrics. And I found out that there were pieces of all of these things, but nobody had ever bundled all of the features together. And I thought if we could find a way to bundle these features 
we would have a we would have a product that we could then patent. And um, patenting uh, products isn't the norm in the fabric textile industry. Nobody had ever done that. I mean, the only thing remotely like us was Gore-Tex, and um, the fabric industry doesn't brand, it doesn't patent. So I thought, from a marketing standpoint, maybe we would have something that would be truly unique and just a you know a marketer's dream come true. And we we ended up having it. Yeah, you did. I mean, you were you were definitely um, kind of churning new ground there with with the patent to begin with, and the fact that you had taken all of these technologies and bundled them together to create really what's a super fabric. That's but before correct. we get into how you launched that super fabric to the world, I think that your personal story is so fascinating. Prior to 1993, I mean, what. You, you were grounded in the PR and marketing business, even as, uh, you know, way back in your early career, connecting women with companies um, at that time. And I know Krypton is committed to connecting women with this great fabric. Can you right. talk a little bit about the success you had um, with the automobile industry and strategies for success? Well, um, what happened was I was actually a woman who was um, – uh, buried and then dumped and um, left with a teaching degree and no way to find a job. So I evolved this business of teaching women how to find employment. And, it, and just making a very long story short, I started doing these conferences that would attract women and the conferences would put companies and women together. And the whole idea was to help women Find jobs, and this was at a time, you know, in the 80s, people were hiring women because they had to. They had to fill quotas, and and you know, and and just legally, they had to they had to hire these women. As it turned out, they figured out that the women were the best thing that ever happened. But I started doing these shows, and as I started doing them in Detroit, they became. Um, really phenomenally successful. And um, one of the automotive companies, uh, General Motors, in, in particular the Chevrolet division, decided that if they did these conferences, and I called them strategies for success, and what would happen is I would use a big headliner like Barbara Walters or Maya Angelou, uh, you name it, and I was blessed enough to have them. And we created this show where we would have um, – big headline speakers, and then we would have workshops, and these workshops would focus in on resume, interviewing techniques, anything that you could think of, um, dressing, um, how to handle uh, working and having kids, anything that, that we could think of to make a woman's work life more viable. And um, it ended up that we actually did a national tour, and we would attract anywhere from five to 10,000 women per city. We only charged $15 for the entrance. And, um, in fact, we did increase market share for Chevrolet. And Chevrolet ended up learning all these amazing things from women. Like, they would actually, I mean, you'd think that this would be so logical, but um, they hadn't done things like this. They hadn't had a real car and had a woman with a skirt try to get into an SUV or some of the cars <laughs> that they were making. And, and they ended up learning a lot. And women, in turn, were very eager to show them. And, and, and very open in saying, if you do this, that'll make it better for me, and then therefore I'll give you the business. So um, 
And then after that, I became the um, Woman of the Year for J.C. Penney, and we did amazing programs for women. And we did those in uh, department stores. And we would fill up a department store just doing resume writing and just anything to empower women. And then I did uh, Kmart's new store opening. So my my background was always trying to get business for for people that were looking in particular for this market segment of a woman who is 35 to 50, college educated, and and wanting um, basically employed women. And um, that was always, you know, that was my calling. And um, I always said, you know, it's really great that I can make money doing this, but if I had a product, I'd be dangerous. You know, if I had my own product, <laughs> think about what I could And do. now you do have your own and product, I and I don't know if you're dangerous, but you're, you're really <laughs> successful, that's right. for sure. And, and, you know, just listening to you talk about um, how you really assisted companies in connecting with women, I'm struck by the fact that what you were really doing was empowering women. You were giving them the information and you were listening to them and providing their feedback to companies so they could be successful. So it was a win-win on, on both sides. And I know that you've talked about that women respond to companies that make them feel smart. And I know that Krypton certainly does deliver on that. Um, Let's fast forward to 1993. You've got this great, you know, you've got this great product. You've bundled all these technologies together. You've gotten your patent. You know, how did you begin marketing the product? uh, And ultimately, who did you market it to? Well, I thought that with very limited resources, and believe me, this is the basement of our house, mortgaging my house, putting everything on the line, um, that I had to be very, very careful with my dollars. So one of the things that's really important is when you're starting off, you you have to figure out which, where you can go that is a very focused place so that you can afford to really penetrate into that market. And to me, the most logical thing was healthcare. And I loved healthcare because there's a lot of women involved in healthcare, and I knew I was sort of going on familiar ground. And so what I did was I began to market to the um, basically extended living facilities and hospitals and um, nursing homes. And I actually created a two-color mailer because that's all I could afford. But I put a piece of fabric in that mailer so that, and I would say, come on, try and abuse it, you know, spill on it, do whatever you want. And, and um it was remarkable because 34% of people um, opened the thing up. They tried to trash the fabric. One one woman called and said, you know, I actually put this in my litter box. And then <laughs> it was just all trashed. And I put it in the washing machine and it's perfect. And so very, very quickly people began to order samples. And, um, you know, they, look, what was happening was there was a tremendous need in the market to have a decorative product. People needed something to make places look pretty and non-institutional. And we had a product that worked. Now, you could have the best product in the entire universe, but unless you have somebody to go out there and market it in a logical, cost-efficient way, it will sit there. There are so many great inventions out there. Um, that probably will never get anywhere because they don't have the other piece of, you know, t- taking it to market. 
And then what we did, because we really didn't have a lot of money, but, but I also thought that this is really a logical thing, is we went to local trade shows. We didn't go to the big trade shows that we couldn't afford, but we went to these local shows. And we, and we demonstrated, and we demonstrated, and we demonstrated. And one of the things um, that I find that women uh, like is they like thorough explanations. They like um, facts. They like to see the test results. They like to experiment. They like to prove things out for themselves. And then when they get that information in hand, it's no different than when I did strategies or work for anybody else. A woman is a great carrier of a of a message, and you can start grassroots really well with women who will be really nice to their friends and say, "You know, I tried this fabric i I can't believe it. It was like an amazing thing, and you should try it. It makes them that woman look very smart, which I think is really a huge motivator for women they like to they like to think that they've purchase something that's really great, that's really at a great price, and they're a hero. And that word of mouth started getting us um, into doors that I never dreamed possible. And I did it really in small places where people also felt, wow, this is really special. These people are coming to see us. And a lot of people take things to the bigger places and then they compete for a lot of different people, whereas we took our stuff to a places where people, not a lot of people go to these places. Mm-hmm. And so it worked to our advantage in a big way. Well, and that word of mouth that you talk about, you know, we know that that's marketing gold. If you can get women to share your story positively and refer it. and But I know that that word of mouth benefited you not only with women consumers, but also with the trade. I know that designers have had a huge impact on your business. Can you talk a little bit about how you've partnered with designers, tried to be a good partner with designers, and how that's really sparked additional word of mouth referrals? Sure. You know, we, we've done benchmark studies, and we started with a 0% awareness, and I'm proud to say after 15 years, we're almost at a 94% awareness with designers. And, um, again, we had, a, um, we had an audience that's defined because there are professional organizations. There's ASID, IIDA, where designers, um, you know, a lot of designers belong to them. So what we did was when we approached designers, we went to them with the fact that if you use Krypton, your project is going to stay looking great forever, and um, this is a smart thing, and you're going to deliver value to your your end user. But we approach designers um, on an educational level. We provide um, CEU learning credits where they can just stay in their office, and we bring in trainers to provide courses about textiles, and then after lunch we do a, you know, a, a, a whole trunk show of Krypton things. Um, we do just lunch and learns. We go, we develop um, now as an example, the green initiative in America or across the world is a very, very big thing. But the truth of it is, is that not a lot of us really understand what green is. And in terms of textiles, you know, what in the world does this mean? And do I have to take a whole college course to learn about this? And it's 
it's it's overwhelming because people expect you to know. Well, we created a book, a green guidebook, to make it easy for the designers. They have it at their desk. All the terms are there. Complete explanations are there. So we approach it on the fact that not only are we bringing you a great product with Krypton Superfabric, but we're here to teach you everything about textiles, and in particular Krypton. And then after the fact, this is another thing I think that's very, very important to designers, to women, to anybody, is that after I sell it, I'm going to stand behind it. Mm -hmm. So we have field service people. We have a, a number that people can call if they have the fabric and it doesn't clean well. We talk them through it. If we have to, we send people out. Um, you know, it's it's all about the fact that here is a product. Here's what it does. Here's the proof. Mm-hmm. We want to be your partner in this. We want to help make you look good. How can we do that? And the other thing is that we listen to the designer. You know, we go out there and we're saying, this is what we have. How can we make this better? What do you need? What do you want? Mm-hmm. That's a big component of our of our uh, story is that we go out and we gather information and we come back and try to answer the questions or the problems, you know, that they pose. Yeah, well, you provide solutions. You're providing solutions to those designers, and you're ultimately providing solutions for their clients. And if you're not in the solution business, then you're in a heap of trouble. Um, Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Randy, I want to talk about green. You touched on it a little bit here just a moment ago, but I want to get into a little bit more detail because Krypton was green way before green was hip and cool. And I also want to talk about Wiremeyers, and it will all make sense in just a minute when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all 
the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit taxbrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. Taxbrain.com, America's online tax service. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. You're listening to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan, and I'm joined today by Randy Rubin, founder of Krypton. And we've been talking a lot today about this super fabric and how it launched in 1993 and the traction that it gathered uh, along the way through designers and also those consumers. And I know, Randy, um, you approached William Wegman um, a number of years ago to create a line of fabrics for Krypton, and for those of you listening, you probably have seen Wegman's famous images of Weimeyers. They're typically in human poses, and he's world famous for this. I'm, I'm curious, why did you choose to go after Bill Wegman? Well, we have a very big foothold in the um, hotel industry. In fact, we've done a global program for Hilton Hotels. Actually, um, every Hilton in the world is um, dog-friendly, and and um, Part of that is that we did a William Wegman uh, program for Hilton's. But um, one of the things is is that I was we were just entering the consumer world about four years ago, and I was a little scared um, how to approach the consumer because I, you know, that's a big world out there. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, what's something that the consumer has in common with the you know, hotel people, and I knew that hotels were offering dog-friendly rooms and things like that, and I also thought even hospitals have uh, children's wings and and dog, you know, dogs are cute and puppies are cute and people are sort of attracted to that. So I kept thinking, what could I do that would be the common denominator between the consumer and the hospitality world? And it was it was dog, and then I thought, well, what's the icon of dog? And the icon of dog really is Bill Wegman. I mean, Bill Wegman, when you think about dogs, I mean, he does Sesame Street. He's just, mm-hmm. the calendars that he does every year are just amazing. And so I thought the biggest idea would be to get Bill Wegman to do a line of fabric that would be, you know, Krypton fabric, and you you know, you would have a dog-proof fabric, you'd have a people-proof fabric, it would be just the most fabulous idea. And I thought for sure he'd, you know, just grab on the idea. And so <laughs> Why not, uh, right? I sent him a beautiful <laughs> package, nothing elaborate, but just a beautiful package with Krypton fabric, and I sent magic markers and all the stuff that you would try on a normal fabric that won't do anything to Krypton. It comes right off. And... um I called to follow up, and I spoke to Christy Bergen, who is his manager and wife, and really the powerhouse behind Wegman World. I mean, she is so smart, and she's smart enough to guide Bill in the most phenomenal way um, of of doing things that are right for his career. And 
Anyway, we were talking, and she said, Randy, we got your we got your package. Krypton is an amazing fabric. My kids have tried to trash it. Nothing is happening. It's great, but I have to decline. Bill really doesn't want to do a line of fabrics at this point. And with that, um, she had a cup of coffee. She touched it, and it spilled all over. And I said, Christine, this is divine intervention. This is a Krypton moment. You have to see me. At least give me 15 minutes. And so she laughed, and she did, and we met. I met Bill, and, um, you know, in life, things click, and um, mm-hmm. we really clicked, and um, Bill really wanted to try to do this collection, and so I said, here's the deal, Bill, you know what, you've never done a fabric collection, and um, why don't we do this, we'll do it in secrecy, you'll, you'll give me sketches, we'll try to see if we can build it, if it doesn't, if it's not great, We'll just drop it, but let's try. And we did that, and we had the first Wegman collection about three and a half years ago. We're now on our second collection, and it's just been the most wonderful relationship. And so what happened when we got this fabric line, the the issue was that the fabric itself really didn't sell. You know, today we sell fabric in all of the Joanne superstores, and people do buy it in those superstores. But in terms of, of a... Um, job or, or a distributor selling a lot of it, it wasn't happening. So we decided, you know, why don't we try to make dog beds and pillows and things like that? And the minute we did that, we created a whole new business. We have a, we have a very big business today just selling pet beds on our Krypton Fabric website. Um, and we sell them through boutiques. We sell them, obviously, through all the Hilton hotels throughout the world. But um, that's just one example of um, one of the things is I think it, was, it wasn't going to be successful unless we tried a whole different tactic, and we quickly mm-hmm. changed our strategy on that. Yeah, you have to be flexible in business. If you get too rigid, you're going to miss the opportunity. And I think, too, Randy, you can't discount the vision that you had to know that that Bill was going to be a, a great fit. You were aggressive in pursuing him. And obviously, right. uh, the coffee spillage <laughs> right. paid it's, in your favor, you know, too. A little luck never hurts. <laughs> no, planets, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of things um, – with anything, I don't care what it is, the planets have to be in line or divine intervention or whatever you have to call Mm -hmm. it. There are some relationships, there are some things that you do, you might as well beat your head against the wall. And there's other things that you just, you know, slide right in. And the big thing is that you've just got to keep your eyes opening open mm-hmm. for these opportunities, and then you've, not, you've got to be gutsy enough to try to do them. You know, you can't... Well, and be, being ahead of the trend, too. Right. I mean, you do. You're very, you've, you've shown that Krypton is very trend-forward, and you, and you have had the guts to kind of seize it and move ahead with it, even when it's not been necessarily fully tested by others. And by that, I'm talking about green. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I alluded to the fact that Krypton really was going green long before other companies were even considering it. And, again, that comes to the fact that you had a vision for it and you pursued it aggressively. Can you talk a little bit about what what Krypton did in its earliest days with that approach? Well, Craig, my husband and partner, Craig, went to a – a really interesting seminar and it was led by Bill Ford and he was talking about the importance of really thinking about the environment and the impact of the environment and um, you know Craig was at the at the plant the following week and he said you know there he was talking about these ideas and there's so many simple things that we could do um, 
to really change this plant, to rethink it, and, um, you know, easy things to start making us more environmentally conscious. So we started with really small things like um, recycling our tubes. We looked at um, plastic bags that Krypton would be packed in and shipped out in, and the plastic bags were much bigger than the tubes were, and so we were wasting a lot of plastic, and we found these machines where we could almost saran wrap like um, the the bolts of fabric as we sent them out, so we used much less plastic, and then we saw fabric scraps, and that you know, could become shoddy, which is like the um, padding underneath the carpeting. So we started with these little small things. And I liken it to um, if you get a new sofa or something like that, all of a sudden the chairs in the room look old and, you know, all of a sudden you need mm-hmm. to paint. And, mm-hmm. and so we got more and more sophisticated as time went on. And um, one of the things that Krypton wants to be is the Rolls-Royce of performance fabric. We want to be the best. We want to be ahead of any curve. As an example, today, um, the traditional chemistry that exists that was the problem in all of the Scotchgard um, issues that had the PFOAs entering into people's bloodstream and into the into the atmosphere. We use chemistry today that is free of that, and we use the next generation of chemistry, which is far greener. So everything in the plant, we just started a ball rolling, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where now we have air filtration systems and um, just environmental procedures that um, that are amazing. And then one of the things that I knew was really important, especially to um, the design community, and which is predominantly women, and, and now the government with LEED certification and everything, it was really important to us to be third-party certified so that when you say you're something, you really are. So that when, and and this got us even deeper into the whole thing, because if we were going to be green, we wanted to be certifiably green. And so then we started working with testing agencies, and that just, you know, that raises the bar so high. And so, yeah, you're held accountable, and you, there, you can't, you have to meet the recommendations, or right. uh, you don't get the certification. So, and, well, and but I, a lot I of think, people say, you know, that they're green, and it's very mm-hmm. easy to say, oh, this is a green product. It's so easy, mm-hmm. but in in essence, what that's going to do is it's going to hurt. It, it is going to hurt that um, manufacturer so badly mm-hmm. because in the end. Uh, people are getting very smart, I think led by women who are very smart, yes. but they they are asking, okay, show me the backup. You mm-hmm. tell me, is mm-hmm. this really for real? And, yep. and today yeah. in the world of green, um, consumers should check to make sure where are the certificates? You know, what are yeah. the bureaus that you're using to make our product green? I'm excited. We were named one of the best green companies for America's children by a Working Mother magazine, which was a really great thing. There were five companies, and uh, we were one of them. So we're very, very proud of that. And, um, you know, we think that in terms of the green challenge, we have gone so far um, 
in what is possible. And um, yeah, we well, did congratulations. It the trend. Yeah, it's a huge honor, too, to be called out that way, top five company. You, right. I know you feel good about it. Now, for those listening today who want to know more about Krypton and, and your products, where can they find more about They about can that? find us at kryptonfabric.com. And uh, Krypton is spelled with a C, not a K, C-R-Y-P-T-O-N-F-A-B-R-I-C.com, or they can call us at 1-800-KRYPTON, and we'll send them out information. But the, the trick is... Um, there's um, on our website you can you can get a sample of the fabric. If for nothing else, um, I hope people uh, order it just so that they could see that today you can honestly have a fabric on your dining room chair. That if you have a bunch of kids and they spill a bunch of pop or a bunch of whatever, mm-hmm. it's going to be able to be cleaned. It, it really is. Um, it's a life changing. Um, fabric. It really, it makes you have a fabric that you don't have to worry about, and that's a big deal. It's a super fabric, and it's super good looking, too. I'll tell you that much. Well, Randy, thank, thank you, you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for the opportunity, and, and um, I hope that everybody uh, does check us out at kryptonfabric.com. Yeah, absolutely. I encourage you to do so. I've been on, I've seen the products, and I think the the Wegman collection is absolutely darling. I'm a huge dog lover, so I I suggest everyone check it out for that alone, if nothing else. Thanks, Um, Thanks again to, thank you, Randy, and thanks to George for another great show. And join me next Tuesday for another edition of Purse Strings. I'll be joined by Terry Walter of Razorfish and Laura Fortner of Cafe Mom, and we're going to be talking about digital moms and the results of their combined study on moms digital habits that's next tuesday at three o'clock right here on purse strings until then make it a great one 